First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, Strasvoita, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, The Two Beers Podcast, episode 81. Man, we got a juicy one on tap for you. I'm Jordan, here with my boy Drew, as per usual. Drew, what's up this week? Man, 81. 81. Remember, Remember the last significant thing of 81? Kobe. Kobe? Man. You want any olives in that martini, Mr. Bryant? Yeah. 81. 81. <laughs> That's the joke. He gets it. He gets it. And you know yeah. what else, Jordan? I put you in that chair. That's right. It's me. Your social life? <laughs> I switched that out with a headphone and a microphone. So when you're sitting in your little basement, in your chair, sipping on that delicious beer for the rest of your life, you think of me. Uh, I, I wish I could have. I wish I had the bell ready. Ting, 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 ting. Oh, better call Saul. So good. A great episode. Oh, oh yeah. so, so oh, yeah. good. I definitely haven't been rehearsing that all day and still ended up messing <laughs> up some of the lines, but I was close. I was close. Dang it. I was, as you started it, I was searching for searching something, for, just searching something metal for near mine. I'm like, oh, <laughs> where, what could I make clink? What could I make clink? <laughs> so good. Love so... it. Good. Oh, good kudos to you, sir. The Salamanca twins ain't got nothing on the two brew crew. <laughs> that's that's a lie. They're the greatest characters in TV history. That's just a lie. Let's say we're probably more like Nacho and Tuco, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, who's who? I'm probably Tuco because I'm just batshit crazy. Yeah, that is true. Um, all right. On that note, let's assume positions for the Three. world famous two brew salute. Go ahead. Love it. Three, two, two and one. One. Oh, that's sprayed. Spray, Blast. baby. Blasted. This is my last of these uh, big hazy double. Oh, it's a hazy double? Well, that's why it's so big and juicy. 8.5% Union Brothers Brewing. Uh, fourth year apprentice. I'm on the last one of the pack, and I now realize it was a double. Hazy double. Oh. Well, now I'm a little bit more forgiving of how friggin' bold and juicy this is. Uh, what you drinking? I have a uh, Ice Station Zebra IPA out of El Segundo Brewery Company. Ooh, Ice Station Zebra. That sounds like something that would have happened on Lost, like a ice, like a ice station. I'm, like I'm totally bear. making that up. That was that was a Better Call Saul reference as well. I'm all over them. Damn tonight. it! <laughs> That's the made up name him and Kim put the come up with when they're scheming in uh, season two, which he actually ends up using as his like uh, his tax shelter in Breaking Bad. Sorry. All right. No more breaking Saul for a couple of minutes. <laughs> I'm just I'm just sipping on a uh, Corona premiere, keeping it light, light and oh, easy. Nice. Good for you. Keeping the cows down. Yeah, got a dinner tomorrow night, so I'm going to try to drink a bunch of free booze. Figured I'd balance it out. There you go. All right. Well, let's get into the boxing weekend that was. We're going to go through beer one here because we got something super fun for beer two. Funsies. Fun. Oh, my fun. gosh. for fun. Um, beer one. Fury 
uh, versus Dillian White. I am absolutely shitting myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was about 5.30 or so Saturday. Um, and it was pretty much as expected. Uh, we we kind of told you guys that White was just... There's no path to victory for White. Uh, I'll say the ring walks were crazy. Um, they Fury, looked good. Fury's, Furies took like a half hour. Um, it was cool <laughs> until he finally just started sprinting into the ring. Which was you knew Dillian White was done once that happened. <laughs> it's like it's like Tyson Fury sprinting to the rim or to the ring. Just get get out of there now, Dillian. <laughs> like oh, what's his name? Just quit and just walked out. <laughs> Against um, a Jeff A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's great. Yeah, Dillian's yeah, so- was cool too. I mean, in Wembley, I did. I we have to get to Wembley. If if it's if it's Fury Joshua or Fury Music at Wembley, we just we gotta find a way there. It just it looked awesome. I was I was driving in a car, so I did not get to see it live. But like just watching, you saw the replay. Yeah, I, I found some some YouTube stuff, but the uh, just the atmosphere there looked looked insane. Yeah, so um, I was watching it live. I had the cards. I did a great job on you the were cards, amazing. by the way. I'm just gonna let you do them from now on, and I'm just gonna watch the fights. Um, and so, um, White came out southpaw in the first round. That was fun. And some judges gave White the first round. I can't remember if it was one or two. Now, he was two. the one coming for both of two of them did? Yeah, two of them. So, did. he was the one coming forward. That being said, Fury still, like, it, it, it made Fury a little bit more hesitant, but he was still the one landing better shots. I gave Fury the first round, although I, it was a little bit interesting. Yeah, you noted it was close. From there, it was all Fury, and and the stats bore that out. Double, um, triple, quadruple. Yeah, he was quadrupling him up. It was it was a it wasn't a bloodbath in the sense that a literal bloodbath. Although there was a clash of heads that did open up Dillian's, um, I think it was his left left or right eye. I can't remember at this point, but. Um, it was so inconsequential, but, uh, yeah, it was a little cut and I mean, Dillian White's just getting dominated left and right. Uh, it, it, it was all check hooks, hooks, a lot of body work from both guys. That was the one area where Dillian White had some success to the body. And then to uh, near the end of the sixth round, just a, a perfectly placed uppercut fury on White sends white to the mat arms over his head like a rag doll it somehow stands up the referee does the whole like grab his wrist walk to me and dillian whites must have been seeing double because he walked to the to the right of the referee to his left and the referee just like nope nope this is over. It's like you, you stumbling out of a uh, bowl and hall freshman year basically pretty much uh or or any building for that matter freshman year um yeah, so it was – I noted it immediately. It, it was kind of funny how the broadcast team kind of took a good 10 minutes to catch on. But I noted it immediately, if you were following along on, on Twitter, the first uppercut that either combatant threw in that fight was that uppercut. And sure enough, it landed, knocked out White, which it was the uppercut versus Povetkin. It was the uppercut versus Joshua that, that got him. So – Three for three on uppercuts to KO'd him. Um, uh, the only thing I'll say from there is 
you called the eighth round. I was going to call the sixth round, and I let you influence me, and I switched to the seventh round. So we were we were that close from calling it perfectly. Uh, that that being said, that's about all she wrote on the actual ins and outs of the fight. A um, couple other notes from there. Francis Ngannou got in the ring afterwards, and uh, Fury saying that they they might fight and do uh, buku bucks and Ngannou was saying that they'll do uh, MMA gloves inside a ring or I don't know like is this really what we need right now or want like does anybody want that like who does anybody care who no. can win in, in in a weird exhibition match between Francis and Ngannou no and- just like nobody cares about Drew McIntyre and Tyson Fury at SummerSlam in Wembley Stadium. Just like nobody cared when, uh, well, what was it? Um, how about when uh, Muhammad Ali had that fight against that? Was it a Japanese guy that just kept kicking the shit out of his legs? Yeah, it was a uh, uh, caused all those blood clots. He's like one of the great. He's like arguably. He's like re- revered as like the greatest like Japanese wrestler of all time. Yeah, uh, can I call, uh, let me call Teddy. Yeah. Anyway, but it was. Uh, you know that I watched a, a documentary on that. That was nuts. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, so I mean, there's there's some precedent to these these exhibition fights, but like, yeah, he's here, here. he's he's he knows what he's doing. He's 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 getting the bag ready for the uh, undisputed fight. He's making sure that whoever's promoting it knows that it's going to take millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to get that done for him. So. He's, he's I, I hope so because he's, he's talking about retirement. He's saying yeah. he has nothing left to prove. He's the best of his era. Well, timeout, timeout. Okay, he's beaten what the Klitschko's, uh, or or, or Klitschko. Klitschko. I, I would say Klitschko. Klitschko uh, Wilder three times. Which people that are guys only beat a couple guys. He did beat Wilder three times. Who yeah, arguably which, which yeah. is one of the best heavyweight reigns that of we've the last seen. decade. Yeah. Well, yeah, that we've seen. I mean, forget last decade. I mean, he just when you're that heavyweight champ and you defended 13 times, just yeah, knock everyone fair out. Enough. I mean, yeah. that's, I was, that's I was, pretty amazing. Yeah, fair enough. And one one of the probably top five hardest punchers ever. I mean, that yeah. was fair. Yeah, no, no fair he, you know, you're not getting a lot of sweet science. Yeah. So, him, so but. yeah, so he beat him twice. He beat him twice and drawed him. But I think most people thought he won that first fight. So yeah, yeah. Um, and but Dillian White was nothing. Like, yeah, I mean, he's fine, Dillian. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's a checkbox, but like, yeah. But like, okay, so Usyk he's fought Chisora. Okay, she's a, you're it's, you're more less. I'm just giving you, I'm just like, giving you names. People are gonna know. Like those are guys that he's fought. Um, but like, he hasn't fought Joshua, who's like the other premier heavyweight in this era. Usyk, and Usyk, who was the cruiserweight who stepped up and took three of the big belts. So, yeah. I I. To me, best of this era, yeah, yeah, but why leave question marks? Oh, he's my, got he's got thing. some work to do still, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I, one, one of the best ever, yeah, but... It's hard to... I mean, when you look at one of the best ever for him, it's more of... I, I think when people think that, it's more of nobody thinks... it. If you, who would beat him? If you matched up, because it's, it's the if, Mario Lemieux argument versus yeah, Wayne like what's his name? Like, I, I, I'm gonna forget it again. Who's the dude on Portaway that that looks like Lou? 
I was I was just about to bring him up, Sean Zytel. Yeah, he Sean Zytel. I mean, he, he broke, broke a great it down point. perfectly. Like, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did a good piece on who Fury's better than, who he's definitely not, and who he's in the conversation with. And a lot of you know the guys that he said he's not better than, they just have they have awesome resumes. They fought they fought all the best of their era, and whether they whether they and they I think they beat all those guys at least once. So same thing with Fury. If Fury were to go in there against Joshua Usyk and absolutely demolish them. I mean, he probably goes to the top of that list of guys that, uh, as I tell listed that he's in the middle of. But, I mean, I, I don't know that like, he'd have to fight Usyk, that Joshua, maybe a young guy like Big Baby, um, you know, just to kind of end it. Because, I, I mean, to, after that. To get that, up there I mean, to the Muhammad Ali level, yeah. He'd, you're yeah, right. no, he'd, I mean, he'd, he'd, have, have, he'd have work to do to He'd to he have there, to fight yeah. both those guys. Then you're right, like a Big Baby. Yeah. And like, I think who, he'll, who I think he'll, like I think he'll, like who I else think would after there even the, be? I think after the undisputed fight, if he wins, I think that's when he'll retire. Like, if we got to go video game mode, like, like absolutely. Like, let's yeah, put he'd him probably, in Yeah, he'd beat. 99% of, of the of those guys. But I'm saying, let's get him in. If we got to go video game career mode, like, let's get him in there versus those top two guys. Let's get him in there versus yeah. Jog Bay. Let's get him in there versus Frank Sanchez. Let's get him in there versus Big Baby. And, like, he probably wins and beats them all anyway. Like, yeah, I agree. it would just be fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, but he doesn't, at, at his age and what he's already done, he's not going to do that. No. He's won maybe two more fights. Uh, and I, hopefully he fights these other two big guys and gets paid a hundred million dollars combined for both of them. Um, so, by the way, I I did want to bring up. I think that Anthony Joshua was in like the fifteen million dollar range for his last fight, and Fury was obviously more in the thirty to forty million range for this fight. Yeah. That was something that I was like trying to fact check that on the fly, but I didn't want to like. Yeah, I, it, that's my bad. I, I thought Joshua was – I, I didn't even think it was close. I thought Joshua was hands down the highest paid heavyweight. So you you, you, you called me on it, and you uh, you got it. That's because you, uh, you, know, you got the heart of a lion. That's right. So uh, in the aftermath of all this, uh, Fury just comes up with just a golden quote. Uh, I, I'm going to play it for everyone right here. Hold on here. Because he didn't fight a world champion tonight. I ain't no world champion. I'm a legend in this game, and um, there ain't you can't deny it. I'm the best heavyweight's ever been. There ain't never been one who could beat me. Cause you know why? I ain't just being. I'm not just being like confident. Six foot nine frame, 270 pound weight, can move like a middleweight, can hit like a thunderstorm, and can take a punch like anybody else. Yeah, and I've got balls like King Kong, a heart of a lion, <laughs> the mindset of the Wizard Oz. I just can't, I just, it is what it is, but you know, it was a very special night because he didn't fight the world. I loved, I, I don't know what I liked better, the uh, the balls of King Kong or the, or the, what the mind it, the of mind, Wizard of Oz. The mind of the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. That's great. Oh, I mean, listen, so he's good. he's great. He's great for boxing. Uh, I'll never forget the guy on Twitter that tried to tell me boxing doesn't need Tyson Fury, and he's irrelevant. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that that was hilarious. Okay. Um, so from there, uh, let's get into coming into the year. What I circled as as Oof. my my most look forward to fight of, of the year might be an asterisk next to it if we get um crawford spence but uh yes yeah, stevenson valdez wow vegas um i'm 
I'm looking forward to this one. 130 title unification, Ring Magazine lineal championship just got added to the bag. It's gonna be yeah. good stuff. Do you uh do you watch Blood Sweat and Tears? No, I didn't uh, watch Blood Sweat and Tears. Uh, what do you? I don't work from home. <laughs> I don't. I have three kids. I coach t-ball. I have what do you three want from kids. Me? Um, I drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> you would have you would have died at the uh, Valdez talking about the uh, the the, uh, the illegal substance pop. It was pretty hilarious. Um, uh, oh really? Yeah, he was. They were on there, and he was. He got really like, upset about it again. It was like, yeah, you know, I just, you know, I, all my all my peers and people I thought were friends, people calling me cheat, you know, this that and the other thing, and like he got all emotional, and he's like, yeah, it's just you know, it wasn't true, this and that, and. <laughs> it's like I feel like it was pretty true. Yeah, well, it was so well, well that and I got I, I you know, I, we love the guys at the Porterway. Um and I just always forget their names. The guy who's the the Cavs fan. Um he goes, he was he was so funny. He's like, "Yeah, like I feel for you, bro, but like you did test positive. <laughs> you did test positive. It's not like right. it was a false positive. Like you tested positive, man." Um so yeah, it was pretty funny. But yeah, I I'm excited for this fight. Yeah, Chakur as one of our favorite guys, again, you know, is uh, his Twitter fingers sometimes, you know, kind of, you know, bring, I think, bring his profile down to where it's like, dude, stop making, you don't need to make people dislike you by just saying dumb shit on Twitter. Um, yeah, I thought his, la- his last fight against we, Jamel. We're talking about Carson. Uh, Carson. Carson, yeah, Carson. Yeah. Uh, his fight against Herring in, uh, I think that was late October or late November. Yeah, late October. Uh, he was sensational. He, you know, he went away from just being the defensive fighter and w- went on the aggression and punched Jamel in the mouth. And Jamel just didn't know how to how to handle himself. Got the tenth round stoppage and, uh, you know, won won his first heavyweight title. The other one was a vacant belt. So you know, that's, it's different when you're you know have to take the title from somebody. Yeah. Uh, Valdez, obviously, he he he's a you know he do- he dominates one twenty six. Moves up to 130. His first 130 fight is against the boogeyman of 130, Miguel Burchelt. Sensational. Knocks knocks him out and beats up the bully. And then he follows up against uh, Conceição probably like seven months ago. Huge dud. There was the drug, the you know, the the, the PED, illegal substance pop that he had that kind of, you know, really derailed him and got, I think, you know, affected his, just his psyche going into the fight. Um we both had Conceso winning the fight, so that was a whole other issue. People thinking the score, you know, the judges, you know, yeah. leaned his way. Uh, going back, watching the highlights on Blood, Sweat, and Tears, I forgot, I forgot how peppered his face was with uh, oh, Conceso beat the shit out. Oh yeah, it was it was wild. Um, and you know, it's two it's two guys with just two different styles. You know, like you know, Valdez, he's you know got that you know the the your traditional kind of Mexican warrior style to him. You know, with Reneso. He's uh he's developed a little bit more defensive tactics, but he still is ready to go in there and throw punches. Like I said, Shakur is usually more of a technical defensive fighter. I think he gets hit maybe four times per round. I think is the stat, which is just insane. Uh, and I don't think yeah I don't I don't think he's ever been outlanded in a professional fight. It's some some stupid stat like that. Um, the only time he's out, the only blood mesh on his. Has he ever been outlanded in a round? I, maybe that's the stat. I, maybe yeah. Isn't that what I said? You said in a fight. Yeah, it's probably a round. Yeah, sorry, I, I meant to say that. His only professional blemish is that he didn't stop that one dude in the eighth round in his like fifteenth fight that would have won us ten thousand dollars. So, 
That's uh, <laughs> literally the only blemish on Shakur's resume. Oh yeah, um, we, d- we did a f- we did a free thing on like DraftKings or whatever. Yeah, it was, it was one of those free plays. And we we like it. Was, they gave you eight categories to pick from, and we picked seven, and we needed the KO in the eighth. And he wobbled the guy and just let him like and just walk yeah, he back wouldn't to his go out. He wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't. He would. He, <laughs> he just wouldn't go out. Take the chance while the guy we was in like, the beginning. It's like go. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. We're gonna have so much merch. Oh my god. And then he just wouldn't do it. So. Um, I yeah, dude, I'm excited. I, this is you want to do tell you want to do tell the tape or talk about how we feel. How do you want to do it first? Uh, let's do tell the tape. Yeah, let's do tell the tape and then the odds yeah. and, the, and so, then break. So so Valdez, you know, Valdez is the WBC champion. Uh, he is thirty and zero with twenty three knockouts. So I I do think that gets lost in the shuffle sometimes. But I mean, he, he how many knockouts his, he has per for his weight yeah. class? I mean, he again. I mean, he is more of a natural one twenty sixer. I think, but uh, you know, I, I do think his power is underrated. Yeah, good point. He's, he's 31 years old, uh, five five and a half with a 66 inch reach, uh, and he's ortho. Yeah, you know, he's an orthodox fighter. Excuse me, Shakur, 17 and 0 with nine knockouts. Uh, he is 24, so young and on the rise. Southpaw, five foot seven with a 68 inch reach. So he's got. Uh, I I actually thought the reach advantage was going to be a little longer, not quite Jordan long, but like maybe half that. How uh, much was a little it? More. It's only about two inch reach advantage, sixty eight to sixty six. Okay, and he's five. He's five seven. Um, so that's the tail of the tape between these two guys. I, I've been going. I've been going back and forth for like three months about who I think is going to win this fight and just how it's going to go. And I feel like it's that thing where I'm trying to talk myself into the underdog too much, and I'm trying to find. I'm just trying to find ways for oscar to pull off the upset because there were so many upsets for like a that for like that one year run there and we were we we, i shouldn't say we i was just getting championship fight after championship fight wrong except for canelo um i think the only the only way valdez is able to win this fight is if he just comes out and lets his hands go early in rounds and just tries to do isn't worried about catching catching heat from Shakur, which you know Valdez traditionally has not been afraid to step in and get get hit to land punches, and somehow he's just able to like he did with Burchelt, just get something some type of power that gets in, and just stuns Shakur and he just goes after him, and uh, yeah, and doesn't that, give him a, doesn't that, give him a chance to recover. Like I that, that's well said. He he's gonna have to he's gonna have to eat one or two to to dish one or two that's just that's the yeah, way he can't he he's can't gonna go have to get in get hit on the way in and get on the inside to do some damage yeah like and like that was like like nicotelia um i didn't go back and watch the jamel fight because i just it was just gonna make me mad because I, I didn't understand their game plan but even jamel like they they were like afraid to let their hands go because of like I guess Shakur reacting and countering. They, 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 yeah, they weren't they weren't willing to take one. Yeah, take which one to get. I, I and I think that I think that's what has to happen. I think Valdez. It, it is what has to happen. Yeah, and Valdez again. I I think that's good for Valdez because I don't think he's afraid to do it. So that's the only that that's the only way I can I that's the only path to it. He's not going to outpoint Shakur Stevens. No. It's just not going to that's not going to happen. He's going to um, he's going to it's going to have to turn it into a brawl. Correct. And for Shakur, I think it's really just let like like, you know, 
let Oscar not dictate the pace, but you know, feel out, feel like let let him like let him come to you, like counter, and like once you you know, like I I would say the first first few rounds of the fight, like make that your approach, kind of feel out what he's trying to do. You know, make sure you're getting your touches in there. You're you're picking up points. Don't throw rounds away. But then once you start kind of you know picking him apart and just trying to lay traps and just mentally exhausting him, I I would like to see Shakur kind of do that. What he did with Jamel and go in there and and take the fight and not just kind of be happy with a twelve round decision. Which again, I mean, that's the point of boxing is to hit and not get hit. So if that's what he does, that's what he does. I would just like to see him continue to build on that performance that he did against Jamel in that style, because I think, I just think he's good enough to do it. So I don't know that he has to be too, he needs to be careful against Valdez, but I I don't think he has to be careful enough to where he just wants to coast to a 12, you know, to a 12 round decision. So, all right. So I I have an oddly specific breakdown. Um, Go. I, I think that, a couple things at play. Like I, I still can't get Shakur being cautious against Noctila like out of my head. And with Valdez, you know, he wants to come forward, but also play defense, you know, a little bit. Um, I've, I've been fighting this thought ever since they announced the fight. And I've even said on this podcast, no, no, I don't think it's going to be a slow fight, but I have to stop ignoring that. I think it's going to be a slow fight. Okay. And I think that the first few rounds, there's going to be a ton of staring at each other and a ton of feints mm. to try and, like, see who's going to do what. I think it's going to be very much a chess match. Um, and I I don't think Shakur is going to come forward. I think Valdez is eventually going to have to come forward. I think in the middle rounds, Valdez realizes, I'm not, I'm barely hitting this guy at all. And so... It's time to go. And I time. think and I think he does. And I think Shakur just counters the hell out of him. Pretty much beats him up not badly, but enough where Valdez is definitely getting beat and he's starting to feel the pressure which starts to make him um kind of like um break down and he starts to get like like mentally and physically exhausted yeah. just from the pressure of like I, how the hell do I hit this guy to the point where we get to the 12th round he knows he's down and he just goes reckless abandon and Shakur catches him with a check hook and knocks him out in the 12th round oh man you're getting wild I told you it's like an oddly specific yeah. premonition yeah. I mean it definitely that that that's his old that's his old as I said, that's why we were saying i think i don't think i we've seen so many guys in the last i'll say year and a half just guys down the cards that are just happy just to if they're gonna lose it's like all right well let me just not get knocked out and you know we'll kind of regroup yeah. I, I i do think that valdez will will lay it on the line to try to land that punch that yeah could... he's he's gonna show up in the championship rounds Agreed. And, yeah. and I, I almost said the 11th, but for some reason I just decided to go with 12. Yeah, I like it. I, hey, man, I'm, I'm there. I Let me know when you're ready for the odds. Well, I, say, I, I have Shakur. I, I, I do think it will go the distance, and I, I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win 
I think ten to eight to ten, four. I think t- no, no. I think it's gonna be like ten two, but I think Valdez might get maybe a you know a, a favorable round here or there. Nine, so I'm three. gonna say nine three. He's gonna get. Yeah, a, I like that. Yeah. So what is yeah? Um, I was very surprised. Maybe I shouldn't be. One eighteen one is that one eighteen one ten? Um, I think. You said nine rounds. I said he'll yeah nine three. So 120 would be a sweep. So take three off of that. Uh, that's right. One say yeah yeah yeah. So 117. Um yeah. Okay. All right. So I I I'm very surprised at at the spread here. Minus 650 for Shakur. It's gone up. Plus 450 for wow. Al- Valdez. Shakur was in like the 500. I I typically don't look at them, but it showed up on Instagram. Um earlier earlier this morning or late last night um it was like he was like minus five five fifty so he's actually gone up um over under rounds ten and a half yep minus two minus 240 to go over plus 195 to go under um shakur by decision minus 165 shakur by ko plus 225 Ooh, that's Uh, juicy draw plus 2000 they're usually plus 1800 um, Valdez by decision plus sixteen hundred. Valdez by stoppage plus six hundred. Um, so that's everyone's basically in in line with what we're thinking. Other than me going off the rails and saying Shakur stops him in the final round. I don't think I don't think that's crazy at all. Um, and listen, whoever whoever wins this fight, I mean, he it has huge implications. I mean, whoever wins this fight is going to be on the pound for pound list. I think that's a yeah. I think that's a given. I think Valdez. I think Valdez winning the fight solidifies him as one of the best Mexican fighters. Um, out like, I'm saying of all time. I'm not saying he's the best, but like of all time, like he's in the conversation of like top ten probably. Yeah. If he beats Shakur, and if you Shakur wins, if Shakur wins, like he's he's set at whatever weight class he wants in the near future. So like you know he could he could realistically get the winner of the 135 undisputed fight. You know at the end of the year. Do you, ch- you think there's any chance this turns into a, a rematch? No. Yeah. I don't no. think it should either. No. Well, I wouldn't say it shouldn't turn. I I mean, I, I, I think boxing, I think that's another reason why boxing loses some luster. Like I kind of, I like rematches matches and trilogies. Like I th- if they're close fights, obviously. Um, I think the fact that there's all these one and dones is kind of, you know, bring some, you know, take some luster off them. Um, because then it's like, oh, well, you know, these guys don't have to fight now. Like, well, we, we need to wait seven years for these guys to fight. It's like, well, why, why can't they have a trilogy? Why can't they do this? Um, but, yeah, if it's not, I, I don't imagine this fight. I don't imagine it being close enough to warrant a rematch. So yeah. if it's if it's this crazy fight that, you know, ends up being 115-113, shit, run it back. Like, why not? Yeah. You know, the other belts, you know, the other belts are um, – they're not with top rank, so it's probably going to be harder to to unify the other titles. So why not have another great fight between those guys if that's what we get on the first time? Yeah. So, but okay. I, I'd uh, looking uh, forward to it. Like I said, I've had this one circled for a long time. Yeah, I, not to look too far ahead, but it'll never happen. But man, I'd I'd love to see if Shakur wins this fight. I'd love to see Shakur tank next pay per view. Put it, put it wherever, man. It was to sell out, but yeah. they, they, that'll, that'll never happen. No, I don't think either. Yeah. Um. Okay. The 
last fight I wanted to cover for the weekend is kind of had this fight circled for a while too. What is most likely to be the best women's boxing match we've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, Katie Taylor, who who I've grown fond of, versus Amanda Serrano. Um, Katie Taylor, Irish fighter, 35 years old, um, five, five, six, 66 inch, inch reach, uh, versus Amanda Serrano, 33 years old, five, five and a half, 65 and a half inch reach. So pretty much the same measurables. Um, Katie Taylor's 20 and zero, uh, only six KOs. Um, and Amanda Serrano is, uh, 42 1 and 1 with 30 knockouts um katie taylor is much more of the sweet science i mean she she's awesome she combinations movement head movement love watching her fight um amanda serrano uh by the way katie taylor irish had a prolific amateur uh and and olympic career which is why she only has 20 fights at age 35 um, Amanda Serrano, um, she is, a, she's a brawler. Like she's even done some MMA. Yeah. Um, she's a tough lady, tough SOB. How man. old is she, how old is Serrano? 33. Okay. So it's a 33 year old versus 35 year old. It's in the garden. Um, two beers podcast operative, my sister Mia, she, she is most likely to be in attendance. Awesome. Uh, w- women's matches, they're two minute rounds. Uh, that's something that people said maybe eventually women will, you know, get extended out to three minutes. So this round is is a there's a, this fight is a ten round two minute round fight. Um, it's for all the the light belts, uh, which Katie Taylor has them right now. She she's undisputed, um, and she's been for a while for two or three years. Um, but yeah, Amanda Serrano, man, she brings the smoke, and so got got I, being managed by Jake Paul. Yeah, yeah, that was her last fight. Was on the Jake Paul undercard, so she made yeah. she made I think a million bucks or something like that. Yeah, um, highest highest purse I think for a female for a boxer. women's bo- yeah exactly. So this so. is like yeah, Jake Paul's really pushing women's boxing um, in New York City in the Garden. It's going to be – it's big time, man. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's on DAZN. By the way, I don't think we mentioned that uh, Shakur Stevenson was on ESPN+. ESPN. Plus. Uh, and I, they, I think it's ESPN for free too. Oh, it's going to be on the network. I think it's I think it's on ESPN too, yeah. Oh, funsies. Um, okay, so – And they are going to try to – they are going to try to stagger it. Is it is happening. They are staggering it. So, the, so okay. the, women, the women's fight is happening first. The, and the men's uh, card – is starting right i think when the women's fight is happening so okay the men's main event will be after like well after so our man Keish, so Keyshawn will probably be fighting during the serana fight yeah gotcha which and nico alley walsh is on that as well <laughs> that's um, right it's fight again yeah another four round fight i guess um but yeah so uh, well, let me just give you everybody the odds here, and then I'll. I'll... Yeah, I, I'm actually curious to see who's who's favored. I'm um, guessing Serrano. She is, but it's it. This one is is straight up coin flip. Oh. Serrano's minus one thirty five. Katie Taylor plus one ten. Okay. Over under rounds eight and a half, with the over being minus three sixty. Again, remember it's a ten round fight. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where it's pretty interesting. So so Amanda Serrano is the favorite. 
Katie Taylor by decision plus 160. Katie Taylor by stoppage plus 750. Serrano by decision plus 170. Serrano by stoppage plus 330. So of your options there, the most likely is Katie Taylor by decision. But in a straight money line scenario, Serrano minus 135, Katie Taylor plus 110. Um, up until today, I, I was Katie Taylor 100%. But man, I don't know. Serrano just throws some bombs. I, it's one of those things where this is the best technical fighter Serrano will have ever faced. And this is the the hardest puncher that Katie Taylor will have ever faced. I really, really want to go Katie Taylor, but you're going Serrano. Nah, I'm, I'm sticking. I, I can't, I can't even do it. You're sticking with her. My, my, my brain says Serrano with a late stoppage, like ninth or 10th to the, like based on, like, like the referee has to step in, like a TKO. Like, Ooh. like Serrano is hurt, her face is swollen, and Serrano is just laying in big, heavy shots. And the re and she doesn't knock her down, but the referee just steps in and, and saves Taylor. But I can't do it because Katie Taylor is so damn smooth. Uh, I I'll say Katie Taylor in a split decision. In a split decision. Okay. But if the uh, other scenario happens, I'm going to kick myself because I, I could see that happening too. I'm going to take Serrano stoppage. Late? Late stoppage. With the referee jumping in? Yeah. Well, stop. Yeah. Yeah. Not like not like on the camera. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's when I. Yeah, stoppage to me. Yeah, the ref, the ref just calls it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So. <sighs> that's yeah, what buddy. Think, that's what I think could happen anyway. So that that's going to be good. Um, on, That's on design. Okay. So, we're 37, 38 minutes in. That's enough boxing for this week. But boxing is on a heater. So many good fights. On that note, NBA catch and shoot, Drew. So, dum, dum. let me just ask you this. I'm very nervous. Uh, okay, but first I wanted to say... Oh, God. Ja Morant. Best best in-game dunker since I guess Derrick Rose? Oh, that's a good one. I mean Rose had some some vicious in-game dunks. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean Car I mean I guess Carter would be the Everybody goes other. back to Vince Carter, right? And it's yeah, like I mean, Derek do, Rose, do you have to go De back that far. I was I mean, trying no, to rack, I was racking my brain. Yeah, Derrick Rose pre-injury was vicious man explosive yeah yeah i mean russ russ was up there early in his career too it's white howard early in his career um yeah aaron aaron gordon i mean before the injury was was pretty pretty nuts um we, we've had some but jaw just with the with iron eagle the jaw breaker um, oh i didn't even hear that is that that what they were calling oh, it last you night you didn't hear it he goes no. he goes jaw with the jaw breaker oh, oh, let me find that um yeah it was it was a hell of a call and people were I, i've been saying and i'm pretty sure i've said it on this podcast ian eagle is one of my top two or three favorite guys to listen to in all sports nfl 
uh, NBA, anything, NCAA. Like, I love listening to Ian Eagle. It's like him and Kevin Harlan. Yeah. Like, I'll take those two guys over Gus Johnson myself, and uh, maybe he 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 was he almost like dunked over that dude yesterday. I think it was uh, Beasley. Like. It was it, it, if Beasley hadn't like fallen back, fallen back a little bit, like I think there was a good chance Ja could have Vince Carter him. Yeah, it was insane. Okay, so. here here I found the clip. Let's let's listen okay. to Iron Eagle. That's great. On the on the fly too, like that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, people said on the fly. Look, those guys. You think they, you, th- you think you think he was up all night writing like different like different things down coming into use? the coming into the series they have things on the ready okay they, and that's one thing that again I, I go back to our boy Dan Canobio I, I listened to his interview with Jim Lampley when when uh, George Foreman knocked out Michael Moore and uh, he, Jim Lampley Michael Moore or I'm sorry George Foreman told Jim Lampley that he was going to knock out Michael Moore. And Jim Lampley didn't have a call ready for that. He's like, I had calls ready for all kinds of stuff, but I didn't have one ready for that. So the only thing that came out of my mouth was, he did it! He did it! <laughs> and so I, I think those guys have stuff ready in case something happens. Right. Okay. I don't think – I mean, if he came up with that on the fly, that's incredible. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. if it was me, I would practice it and still not have the composure to do it. So, I mean, it still takes skill. But That – it's so funny because like eighty five percent of that game was just guys just playing such low IQ basketball, and then the last like three inbound plays in the final fifteen seconds were just tremendously well drawn up and executed. <laughs> so, anyway, funsies. that's why I wanted to lead off with. Okay, but what are you nervous about? Uh, Sixers may possibly be the first team to ever blow a three zero lead. That that might happen. Yeah, you, you still like you're only at game six. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're getting we're getting nervous. Somehow Nick Nurse is the only person in the last week and a half that has not gotten fined for criticizing refs, which is kind of <laughs> hilarious because he's done it more than anybody. Everyone else is getting like fifteen thousand dollar fines left and right, and Nick Nurse has yet to be fined. Um, yeah, we'll see, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm starting to get worried, but I said it's a cock sucking call. I didn't call you a <laughs> cock sucker. Uh, I wish we would have had the sound effect for that ready. Uh, that was a good one. What uh, what do you got? What do you what do you uh, what are you passing me up here? Uh, that was basically it. Other than um, actually, Drew, I gotta say, like. I'm in this weird headspace where, like, it's affecting my back, and like, I just, I, I, I gotta sit this segment. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just Man, not mentally there. It's, it's so insane. I, I can't, but I do want you to pay me for this segment. But I, I also can't participate in this segment. Uh, Jay Will went on this big rant today about how apparently he had a call with somebody, and it's like a serious, real thing now. So now we need to respect like the Ben Simmons situation. It, it's just one thing after another. It's like. He shows up to the games in these clown costumes for attention, and then he's ready to play, then he's not ready to play, and then he gets absolutely destroyed by, like, even now, like, Reggie Miller went at him. Shaq and Barkley always go at these guys, but, like, his peer, like, people were just 
nonstop attacking him for not playing in that game four. And then we get the thing about, oh, he's, he's got a mental block that's now causing him pain in his back. It's like, bro, like, come on, man. Like, even if it's real now, it, this is like he he is the poster trial for the, the boy who cried or is it the girl who cried wolf? Somebody somebody's crying wolf there. It's like you've you, you've you've come up with all this bullshit so many times just to get paid. And now if it is real, like nobody cares. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm more concerned that series, you know. We, me on the on the two for one. Me and Tori both had the Celtics, and we. I don't know that we fully swung you to not take Boston. I can't remember. Did you Did you end up seeing the I, light, or did you You still took the Nets in seven? I right? mean, I di- I didn't want to be a sellout on my original prediction, but I was like, I really want to switch, but I'll stay with Nets in seven. So um, them getting swept is pretty embarrassing. I, yeah. you know, I've been back and forth on who's the best player in the league between Durant and Giannis. I think the last, like, four months I've been pretty much all Giannis, but, I mean, I wasn't as convinced. If it, This is a big hit to KD, like, losing in the first round. I don't care how good this Boston team is. Like, you chose to go play with these guys, and, like, you're the leader now. And, like, Barkley was saying, like, Barkley wasn't making a comment about, like, playing with good players his point was like this is your this is your team you are the bus driver now like it's hard you need to go win and you know he he he, he couldn't do it this is your this is year three now because i know i get he was injured the first year but you know year three and they still haven't been to a conference finals and they just got swept in the first round yeah Um, Uh, so for the overall body of work i i get it for for the circumstances in this series, I don't think he takes a ding for this. He was terrible. He was. To, he was. He I was, know. He, I know. He didn't play well. He was but, LeBron 2011 Finals bad. But here's here's the problem. He, the the two superstars, quote unquote, that he's supposed to be paired with, one of them took half a PTO for half the season, um, and the okay. the other the other one is. Ben Simmons, enough said. And Steve Nash sucks as a coach. Like, he just, like, th- he's just putting Kevin Durant on an island and being like, please go do something good. Yeah, I mean, he... And so, like, I, yeah, you should be able to win a game. With Well, not that way. Even with but all that... At the same time, getting it, getting to this point, okay, maybe yeah. he didn't do enough to prevent it to getting to this point. Like, Hey, go force Ben Simmons to play like Kobe used to go force those guys out of their beds at 5 a.m. to go to the gym. Like, uh, you know, you yeah, they 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 were to get still to this up. Point, I get it, but ga- like game one, they were up three with a minute to play. They lose the game, and on that Tatum buzzer beater where he blows by both Durant and Kyrie on 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 uh, you know, they're defensively just ball watching and just out of position. Uh, game two. They're winning in the fourth quarter, and they blow the game. Game three, Bruce Brown shoots 19 shots, and Kevin Durant shoots like 11 shots in a must-win game. And then game four, he's you know he puts up like 30 plus points, but it's just too little, too late. So I mean, he they even with all those things you just said, man, like he's the best player on the court in that series. And they had two games, the first two games. They were in prime position to win, and they didn't, and he yeah. didn't perform. So I, I, yeah, I get that. So 
uh, I, he, I, I don't, I don't give him a pass for any of those things. You did neither that you just make valid it's, points, but it's, 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 it's more of a nuance than an argument. Yeah, there's like, no, yeah, there's no hall <laughs> there's pass. No, there's no, no hall pass for that. Although Kyrie after the, after the sweep was hilarious where he's like, yeah, I mean, me and Kev were, I see us here long-term, like, you know, helping, uh, helping Sean and what's his name, uh, you know, manage, manage, manage the team. his franchise. And it's like, like, what is, what is, what is wrong? With I, you? I see where my reluctance to play was a distraction at times. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I, w- I wish I wouldn't have done that or whatever. It's just like, Oh, he's so great. man. Uh, I, uh, Kyrie, he's the man. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was disappointing. I mean, I, I just, I can't, I didn't get that. We didn't, I didn't think they were going to win the series, but just to just get run out of the gym and be swept like that was pretty, pretty nuts. Epic. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah from, I don't think from, I mean, everything from, else has kind of gone the way I thought it was. Yeah. yeah I, I was re- say from there, why don't we just, you ready to just kind of put a bow on that and just, cause it, yeah, we'll pick up the, uh, you know, we'll probably get a two for one here. As um, the series start to wind down. Yeah. Next week round, when, yeah. when the round two, unless we get a game, well, you know, maybe, maybe we'll be doing game seven, six for the Sixers. <laughs> we, you know, we should just do a live. If we do get that, we should just do it. We should do our first watch. ever three hour podcast, just live watch along. So you can just listen to me curse and bitch after every single play in doc river substitution. We might have to start a Twitch account so you can just, <laughs> we can live stream it. Yeah. So, but yeah, nothing, nothing else has happened to date. That isn't, um, that isn't surprise that, or that, yeah, that I, that we, we wouldn't have thought would have happened. Even, even the Sixers I thought would win in six games. So, I mean, well, the Suns after the Booker injury. Yeah. That's just, well, I mean, they're up five. I mean, they're still up three, two, but yeah. So, yeah. All right. Um, moving on NHL half clappers going to keep it light this week. The season's finally winding down. Is that you clapping? Yeah. Nice. Um, I try to keep thinking of something fun to do for this since I can't add any value to it ever. Change them up. What's that mean? <laughs> well, the guy, our guys are tired. You need to say change them up so that we get new guys on. Oh, change them up. Yeah, you got to yell it. Change, change it up! up! <laughs> what was her name? Miss McMullen? I forget. Um, was it Katie McMullen? I, Keep I, going. I, I'm, I'm looking up. You go. Um... All the playoff teams in the East score 100 points for the first time ever. That's wild. Um, McDavid's going to win the points total unless something weird happens. Um, Austin Matthews, 60 goals. Uh, Still trying to wait for the final playoff spot out West. Next week, I'm going to do actual uh, revise the the predictions from the from the preseason. Um, shout out to the Islanders though. Like they were everybody's pick for the Stanley cup championship. They're going to miss the playoffs. They started out what the first 17 games on the road while their building was being finished. And then they missed all, had all those guys out for COVID and they changed the rules after they, those, all those guys were out. So they were in a huge hole. They ended up what 36 and 34. I think they sit today with 82 points, 82 points in a regular year would be, contending for the final wild card spot so they turned it around good for them i mean they're not going to make the playoffs but at least they didn't fold um it's good uh you know other other than that um we'll we'll get into it more next week um but i i i do think the penguins i think the capitals do end up leapfrogging the penguins here at the end which means the penguins will probably face the uh, hurricane and i th- i know that the penguins fans would rather face the hurricanes than shesterkin and the rangers it's not gonna matter like 
the Penguins, the fans don't believe, which is one thing, but worse, it doesn't look like the players believe either. It looks like the players know that the offseason is going to be like a shit show and they're just waiting for it. And that's kind of where the Penguins are right now. So they're under new ownership, new new GM. It's like, all Who right. are you doubting over there? The Penguins. Fuck you. They're winning the cup. <laughs> you don't even I, you don't even deserve to wear Penguins gear with a comment <laughs> like that. Like, where's your where's your faith? Where's your uh, soul? The, the Kings were more of a finesse team. <sighs> you you sicken me. I'm sorry. You don't even deserve that Jello. You're gonna be sucking down tonight. <laughs> bling 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 bling. <laughs> Why are you doing bling? What is, what is the bling? That's the that's. If anything, uh, if anything, it's ding, not bling. Bling uh, bling bling. I don't. What, just chill out. All right. <laughs> Um, okay. So from there, we come to everybody's favorite minute in podcasting. The pit stop. Oh, we got a big pit stop today, folks. Drew, you let, you let me know when it's, when I'm on. Three, two, one. Last week was Talladega. Great race. Gave us everything we expect out of a solid super speedway race. We picked Ross Chastain for our third win of the year. It was a very hectic finish. Ross Chastain brought it home for us. Yeah, baby. 25 to 1. That's plus 22 on the day. That catapults us from a minus 13 into a plus 9. Let's go, baby. Plus 9. This week, Monster Mile, Dover, Delaware, one-mile track, steep, ba- steep banking. In recent years, it's been a little bit of a snooze fest out there. We're going with Kyle Larson, plus 450, William Byron, plus 900, Bowman, plus 1,000, and Tyler Reddick is overdue, plus 1,600. Yes, we are actually betting these this year, a dollar per pick. This dollar is real money, pick. so we're plus nine on the year. Love it. That being said, real money. When you raise up. And I love the Monster Mile only for the fact that there's this giant statue outside that's just like this like giant rock troll like coming out of a out of the aggro crag. And it is like just a giant <coughs> monster that looks really cool. Um and it's outside the stadium. Um I said it was a cock sucking call. <laughs> uh, um the parlay. We bet 16 to win 36. The hockey game let us down. I'm sorry, everybody. You and these stupid hockey overs. I'm sorry. Let's 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 get back back to business here. Um, Drew, what are you are you gonna take, Stevenson? I'm gonna take the over. The overs got better odds, right? Yes. Yeah, let's take the over. Yeah, I like because that. you can't par well because you can't parlay the winner and the over for whatever friggin' reason, which I still don't get. Yeah, so yeah, let's take the over. I think it was minus two forty. Let me pull that back up real quick. I was actually gonna um, take yeah minus two forty. I, I was actually gonna take Serrano, but let's let's just do the over. Okay, uh, so then in the. Uh, women's fight let's oh okay 
Let's take the over in the women's fight too. Minus three sixty. Okay. Because I, I don't think the other one's going to drop the other one of them or open up a huge cut. So. All right, over it up, baby. Over in the women's fight, eight and a half. Over in the men's fight, ten and a half. Uh, there we go. So it'll be a big Saturday night. It's a Saturday night special. Did you just make that up, or is that a real thing? It's a song from um, Leonard Skinner. Oh. Before my time. Looking at a barrel that's blue and... Is that the word? Damn it. I haven't listened to the song in so long. Blue and cold. Is that it? Um, anyway. I'm not as old as you, so I don't I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, are you ready for beer two? Two. I'm ready. Got a barrel that's blue and cold. Yeah, that's it. Um, all right. Beer. Love the bender over the barrel and show her the fifty states. What? What's that from? Uh, horrible bosses. Oh, never seen it. It's a saying. It's definitely not a saying. No, it's a saying. You would like. That's a good one, man. You should check that out. That's a. That's a fun one. My bottle. My bottles. Bateman. Bateman in comedy. Uh, that do Charlie from uh, Always Sunny and uh, uh, Sudeikis. Okay. So that's 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 fun stuff. My bottles moaning here, Drew. You ready? Let's do it. Soon positions. Three, two, one. Can you stop yawning? I'm not yawning. You're bringing down my vibe. I'm not yawning. Um, I'm drinking a Guinness. Ooh, nice. Let's go. Did we pass St. Patrick's Day already? Don't care. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's April, right? Yeah. No, it's March. <laughs> it's Duh. April. No, it's March. It's April 27th, 2022. Uh, I'm saying St. Patrick's Day is March. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, we're past. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what do you got? What are you drinking? Another Corona? Corona premiere, man. Hey, you know what? You pancake eating motherfucker. I want my picks back, and I want David fucking Putney. Because I feel like it. Oh, uh, man. All right. Well, hey, before we get into this juiciness of Beer 2, um, I, I can't wait to drop this. Is it irresponsible that we didn't even mention the NFL draft, by the way? Um. Well, that was part of my lead into Beer 2. Oh, but hold sorry. on. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> um, and no, because we're not, we're not picking mock drafts here like we're freaking Todd McShay, all right? Like, there's enough of that bullshit out there. Did you just amalgamate their two names? Todd McShay? Is that, isn't it? Who's the other guy? Oh, it's Mel Mel Kiper. Mel Kiper? Oh, never mind. I thought it was, yeah, I was thinking it was uh, Todd McShay. No. My favorite thing about the draft every year is if we happen to get Frank Caliendo doing a Mel Kiper impersonation. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. Like, Todd, 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 Todd. You gotta believe that this guy... Uh, no, I just went into Jaworski. Uh, what's uh, what's the Mel Kiper impersonation? Anyway, I don't care. Um, but but before we get into our fun beer too, did anybody see? I did not. I only saw this on Twitter. But the Red Bull plane swap. Did anybody see this? I dude, crazy man, crazy. Like I only saw this on Twitter. I wish I was watching live. 
Red Bull always sponsors these absurd events, right? Like that guy who jumped back to Earth from space a couple years ago. Remember that? And yes. like, like Red Bull does these ridiculous things. These two guys got in these stunt planes. They they send the planes into a downward spiral. They both simultaneously jump out of the plane. Then they skydive and swap planes in midair, crawl into each other's plane, and fly them away safely. Except one guy missed the plane. So the one guy got into the plane, flew it away safely. The other guy could, couldn't make it. Pulled his chute, thankfully. He was okay. But that other plane crashed into the desert. Like... Unbelievable! I wish I was watching live. It had to be. It had to be breathtaking and like heart pounding. Like, oh my god, oh my god, he's not in the plane. He's not in the plane. Um, Definitely like a Family Guy scene. <laughs> but I uh, really enjoyed the memes afterwards of the crashed plane and people were putting it on like Facebook Marketplace and things like that. Like twenty fourteen Cessna. Don't lowball me. I know what I got. Stuff like that. <laughs> Mint condition. Don't lowball me. Yeah, stuff like that. I, I thought that was funny. Um, You're funny. I, I just wish I saw it live. I just wanted to bring that up. That, that's it was incredible. Like, but the videos are out there on Twitter. On Twitter, if you want to see it, like they are they are incredible to watch. Like it's live video. Um, pretty pretty wild. Um, that being said, today's main event. You know, we we've done a lot of rev- like a lot of reviews in a row. And Drew, when we set out to do this, we, we kind of talked like we never really like we we were always going to do a bunch of reviews, but I don't know that we meant to be this review heavy in beer two. So we no. wanted to, we wanted to bring back the fun, recasting and, couches, Fantasy yeah, Island. It, yeah. Who's like who's which silver haired fox would we want to spend our spend our our nights with remaining days with uh so we did uh like we did the two beers time machine and like the uh things like that where we had fun so we're gonna do one of those type of things for this segment we decided since it's the nfl draft we're gonna do somewhat of a draft but we didn't want to make a whole football team so we kept it to a basketball team so we're picking our characters from our favorite shows putting together a championship squad we're we're, championship we're, ba- we're basically we're, we're basically being lebron right now we're like listen <laughs> i need i need all the help i can get i gotta put this squad together who who am i picking up on my team yep so what and we we restricted it to shows yes and we have little write-ups on why we picked the people we did without further ado Let's jump into point guard. You you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'm gonna I'm gonna go first, man. You know, do it, I, do it, do it. The point guard's one of your most important positions. I need I need someone slick. I need someone that can think on their feet. I need someone that can play offense, see the angles, can trick trick the defense, pull oh, the God. wool over their eyes. Be the same eyes. guy. Be the same guy. Better call Saul. Ah. Saul Goodman is my starting point guard i i like it i like it i wrote for mine tommy shelby 
a natural okay. a natural leader. He's a facilitator who gets everyone involved, but can also be the lead. He'll get down in the tunnel and dig it himself if he has to. Why? Because we can. And if we can, we fucking do. Do. Yeah, I'd, I'd have Shelby more as like a point in, bas- in basketball terms, that means we attack their weakness until they stop us. Yeah. Sounds like an efficiently run offense to me. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I'd I envision him as more of a point forward, but yeah, just because he's so important. He's that. He's just that dude, but yeah, that's he's a good the, he's one. He's the titular head. Tommy Shelby. Um, I like so- it. So let, let's do our whole starting five, and then we'll jigger this when we need to, because we, we might have some crossover here. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put we're gonna, I mean we're gonna put a poll out for this, I think, right? I I thought we were gonna combine our teams to make one team. Oh, like one one mega team. Yeah. Okay. Like we're like we're gonna propose our teams and then and then combine. Yeah, we'll probably do a poll too, just so I can whip. Okay. It's been a while since I whooped your ass on uh, on, I, on. We haven't on done one Twitter. since you told me I owe you like a three minute video, and I'm yeah, like, have I, you? I where, where where is my three minute video of you doing Johnny Lawrence uh, quips? <laughs> where is that? I, again, I don't even have time to watch Blood, Sweat, and Tears. How am I supposed to film myself being Johnny Lawrence? Fucking embarrassing. Uh, all right, two guard. I need offense heavy. I need someone that, you know, they're killers, killer instinct. They go, they see what they want. They go get it. They're going to get me points. They're going to get me buckets. Going to go get me anything I want. Omar's coming. Omar Little from The Wire, my man. Oh, nice. I know you've never seen The Wire, but gangs, he's a he's a gangster that just robs drug dealers. Uh, I love him. He's, uh, if God, you know, rest in peace. The actor actually just recently passed away. But... If I need if I if I if I need someone just to go out and get me thirty points, Omar Little is my guy. Uh, all right. Well, similar scores in bunches, charismatic face of the franchise. Everybody loves him. Perfect number two. I'm going with Charlie Harper. Scores in Ooh. bunches. Okay, I love it. Look at that. Scores in bunches. The little double entendre there. <laughs> there it is. Love it, Charlie. I did not think Charlie Harper was gonna make a. Uh... He's my he's my two guard. I love it. Prolific offense. All right, I'm gonna jump to, up to number three. Uh, I, I'm gonna start off with the name. I hope you like it. Morgan Jones, <laughs> the do it all three and D guy. Okay. He was, a, he was amazing as a supporting piece. Gets traded to the other show, becomes the go-to leader, can be a moral and emotional leader as well. I love it. I love you getting Morgan in there, man. Morgan Jones, who you got uh, as your so three? Uh, my three, you know, I, I, to me, it's the most important position in basketball now. It's my captain. If I need, you know, crunch time, bucket, two-way player, uh, my captain, smart, decisive. Going Tony Soprano, man. It's my guy. Wow. Wow. Uncle Uncle June didn't think he had uh the makings of a varsity athlete, but I disagree. He's gonna be my starting shooter for shooting forward on my championship team here. Okay, cool. So who do you got at the four small spot? Small forward? That's my small forward. Uh four spot. You had him as your point guard. I have him as my four. Wow. Saul Goodman. He's my Rodman. He's a shapeshifter. He stretches the limit of the rules. Swiss Army f- knife. In your face. He can be mean. He's showy like Rodman. He's my Rodman. Number four. Saul Goodman. I love it. You're going going small here. You're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're yes. doing a doing a doing a warrior's death line up here. <laughs> I love it. Uh, 
Uh, so for my power, I need I need to scale back a little bit. Uh, I got a lot of loud personalities in my lineup already. I got a lot of a lot of a lot of cooks in the kitchen. So I needed a guy that can be even keel, but that I can count on. Get me a little stretch four. Can get me a bucket. Um, you know, maybe you know, get me get me a stop here. I'm going Jack Shepard from Lost. Oh wow. Not he's wow. not a, he's not an over he's not an overbearing lead, but he's still one of the main he's still one of my my main guys on the floor. And uh, you know, if I need if I need a corner three, I know he's gonna he's gonna come through for me in the end. I just and when a shot when a shot when a shot goes up uh, when the de- or when the when when the other team puts up a shot, you know what he's gonna be yelling. We gotta go back. We gotta get. We gotta back. get back. We gotta get back. <laughs> Oh, I I don't know how I feel about that. I'm I'm a little, I'm a little in my feels about that. Um, all right, you give me your, you give me your five. Uh this I mean this was this was the easiest for me. Last line of defense, my enforcer, my listen. This 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 guy's been talking shit, getting to the lane all night. I'm I'm putting him on his ass, and I'm taking him to the fucking train station. Rip Wheeler, starting center. Book it down. Good call. Um, I I like yours. I I also was thinking of protector, like rim protector, when I thought of this. Huge heart, even though he doesn't always show it. A little stoic again, because I had a lot of a lot of loud personalities. So this was my stoic guy, my protector. Tries to use minimal offense, but can be explosive when he needed. He's absurdly loyal to the game plan absurdly loyal to the game plan this is the way mando is oh, my okay. starting center you really are going warriors death lineup on me <laughs> yeah i so. love it i thought i i i thought john dutton was going to be your starting center to be honest with you <laughs> um nah so from there do we, well from there do you want to fill out our bench or do you want to go to the coach uh so i how did you do Ben? did you pick more than one bench player um, yeah, yeah. I I have two and a half. Okay, I have a six man, and that's it. But okay. Um, let's do let's let's do the bench. Let's do the bench. Okay, guy, you you give yours. Six man. This, uh, this is a little bit short uh, explanation, but instant offense scores in br- bunches, but also very aggressive on defense. We're going with my main man Utrid, coming in a hot Ooh. off the bench. Wasn't nice. I, I? I wasn't sure whether to make him as my starting four or Saul. I went with Saul to start. Utrid coming in off the bench. Okay. All right. Uh. So I will. I. I. Someone who that didn't make my cut. I'll put in there. But I'll. My first choice. You know. You know. I'm an offense guy, man. Uh. I need a Dion Waiters, just a rational confidence, who's just going to come in and just come in hot and just score. You know. Be willing Instant to score. heat check. Instant the, heat the check. Microwave. And, and to me, there's only one instant heat check in off television today, and that is. Yeah. Do not hurt this man. Or what? Your whole fucking family will be murdered, huh? If you want to stop me, you're gonna have to fucking kill me. Let's go, baby. Rude Let's go. Langmore. Yes. I'm Rude bringing her Langmore. off the. I am bringing her off the bench. Let's go. She's gonna bring the heat oh she's coming at you like a spider monkey like a spider monkey oh yeah so i 
one of my half that I had, she may fill this role. So I'm going to put a pin in her. Because she, she's like pretty much exactly what I was looking for. Anyway, uh, my other bench spot I had, I really wanted to get this guy in there. And to me, he, he's, he's forward depth. He's big. He's in charge. He's, gonna, he's another guy that's like a protector. He's going to patrol, patrol the paint. But he's also a leader. can also be soft and loving. Uh, we got the same guy. No, we don't. Okay, then we don't. Uncle Phil, I'm going with. Oh, all right. All the way, no, we, all the way back to Fresh Prince. We definitely I, like, didn't. As a as a power forward, forward depth off. I, I I just I couldn't get him out of my head. I went with Uncle Phil. Uh, my other bench player, uh, somebody who can lead, can adapt. If I need him to come in for defense, offense, strategy, or you know, just to look down at the uh, the water guys and say, you know what, we did it, all of us together. Even those guys at the end of the bench, they get nice. the participation award. I'm bringing in Negan. Nice. I'm Negan calling was him. My, Negan was my just missed the cut. I'm calling him. Up. I'm calling him in. Nice. I I, I just missed. Uh, Negan was my just missed the cut. Um, yeah, I he was. I had him penciled in, and then I was like, nah. I just I just I just want all offense and screaming. Ruth, I'm giving it to Ruth. Oh, that's so good. So my last bench spot. This is what I wanted for my last bench spot. Someone who is an absolute cheerleader on the bench, that which is more of a college thing than a pro thing, but that person just twirling the towel, cheering everybody on, everybody likes them, instant energy, slaps the floor when they're out there on defense, intensity, <coughs> intensity is turned up to 100. I couldn't think of anyone in a show. I'm going to adapt your Ruth Langmore for the exact same thing. My cheating pick was Samwise Gamgee because I couldn't think of anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah no movies but you're I, out I, I i like your ruth langmore on that perfect off the bench just that instant oh, yeah. intensity slap the floor twirl the towel let's go baby oh yeah yeah the only other person that i was thinking about getting in was beth dutton but i was like ah husband and wife on the same team let's let's not even go there <laughs> i i was thinking of her too i wish i would have thought of rip plus plus she would have she would have just she if it if it benefited her she she would shave points just to just to cash out <laughs> um all right so for my coach I, I want someone who commands the room and is going to give a hell of a halftime speech who else can drop life lessons speak in idioms and motivate you all in one soliloquy you said it earlier mr john dutton himself that's who uh, i went with as okay. my coach uh and that's probably why i didn't think of rip because that's who i had as my coach and i didn't want probably didn't want to double up but um who do you have as your coach I need someone who's well dressed, powerful, can can work the players, can motivate them, Phil Jackson esque, and someone who's not afraid to tell the referee to go f themselves, wait, and they're wait, gonna hold go. Hold on, hold on. I, I think I can. Oh, wait, let me let me pull it up. Wait, is this is this gonna be it? Is it? I, I'm going to YouTube right now. I know it's gonna rip me into a freaking commercial. <laughs> Of course it does. <laughs> anyway, it's Tommy Shelby, isn't it? No, it's not. Ah, it's damn not. it! No, I was gonna go into. I was gonna. I was just gonna hit the red right hand song. Although, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be great if it was Alfie Solomon's? That's what I, I was gonna say. No, that. it's not. It's Ari Gold from Entourage. Oh, nice. Ari, 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 Jeremy Pitt. Ari Gold's my guy. He's gonna come out there. He's gonna look. He's gonna look great, and he's gonna be telling, uh, telling people, <laughs> telling people to shut up. He'll launch a three from from his seats if he wants to. <laughs> 
He's my good. I my first choice. I uh, I had Roger Sterling from Mad Men, but like I I tried to keep shows that you've seen too, so we could have fun with it. But he's I we got Mad Men's on Hulu now. We gotta get you to watch that. He's just like this the old guy who like doesn't want to retire, who still like has the business, and he just kind of sits at work and drinks all day, but. He still wait, takes. Well, it. wait a minute, because uh, I was trying to think of this. Can we give him the Udonis Haslam position? <laughs> yeah, except except he's making he's making millions versus just the vet minimum. Yeah, I guess we could for Raj. He's just on the end of the bench, like he's gonna take the clients out for dinner and just have a good 45 time. Forty five but... years old, they still give him a jersey for some reason. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally adds no value other other than just looking looking good and taking out the clients. So. Um, but I had to go. I, I had to go. Ari, Ari was my. He's my guy. Okay. Um, wait. Who is the, who is the guy that fits the Haslam? Roger Sterling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. You um, know. You know, Don. Sometimes a man parks in the wrong garage. AKA, I almost slept with your wife. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> watch the show. Oh, it's so good. Oh. All right, so do we want to merge our teams in any way? Uh, we can do that for funsies, so we got some time. I, I, I still say we put our teams out for the poll. Okay, that's cool. Um, So, so uh, oh, come on. Um, point guard, you had Saul, I had Shelby. Do we... I, I, I kind of like Tommy there. What, what, what yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take Tommy there. Uh, number two, you had your guy from The Wire. I had Charlie Harper. Um, I, I, I'm willing to concede that one if, yeah. if you feel strongly about it. I, I think Omar Little takes it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fine. Three, I, I had uh, Morgan, Morgan Jones. You had Tony Soprano. Ooh. Wow. I'll defer to you there because I, I, I didn't have HBO for most of my adult life. I mean, these are like my two all-time favorite characters. This is like hard. <laughs> this is this is hard. Um, I'll defer I'm, to I you got, there. I, I want to win a championship though, so I gotta go Tony Soprano. Okay. I can't I can't be in a spot where like Morgan's got the ball and he's like I I all I see is red. I can't. And he's just I I, I need him I need him to go just rip someone's throat out and he, he's like I can't kill I can't kill and the okay. clock just runs out while we're trying to convince him he needs to shoot it. Number four, I had Saul Goodman in my Rodman role. So Saul. who did you have his four? Uh, Jack Shepard. So we got, but, we're going Saul. Uh, we're gonna, yeah, yeah, that's not even debatable. Um, nor, nor is the center spot. That's. Uh, you had uh, Rip, and I had Mando. Yeah, we're going. Two, Rip. two, two good characters, though. I, I agree. I, I, I like both of those. Those are really good. Two really good ones. I think. Uh, we, but, I think we got to go Rip, though. I like. I like it. I like it. Yeah. And then so. Bench spot. We both agreed on Ruth. She's she's definitely on the bench. Great call by you. Great call. Ruth Langmore. And then I think we rounded out with Utrid there. What? Who was your other one? Negan. Yeah, I'll go Utrid if we're gonna make it two bench players. Yeah, let's go Utrid and, and Ruth. I like that. R- Utrid more of like can fill in a couple different spots. Again, instant offense, but also scores scores in bunches and also aggressive on defense. Yeah. And Ru- Ruth just just the intensity level just. Love it. Yeah. And then Coach uh, John Dutton versus uh, who was yours? I mean, we'll just we'll just, Ari Gold. Gold. We'll just throw them both on there. Well, yeah. we'll coach, coach, assistant coach. Yeah, I, li- I like it. Yeah, so. Ari so Gold got, in yeah. his suits, John Dutton in his, in his jeans and belt buckle. <laughs> it's going to be great. I like it. That was, that was good. 
Plus, there's good synergies there with Rip as center and John Dutton as the coach. I like it. He's like he'll, he'll just give him a look down the bench and a nod, and, and Rip will know what to do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Oh, great stuff. This was this was great. Yeah, that was that was that was, that was a good idea by you. You don't have tons of them, but when you do, they're just tremendous. Yeah. Well, I was trying to give us both credit there, but I, I guess I'll take the credit. Uh, it's all your credit, man. I don't get it. I was just trying to. I was convinced. I was trying to convince you to watch Winning Time. Instead, you came up with this gold. Yeah, I just those those documentaries about things that happened while I was alive. I'm like, I I I already know this story. Like, you're just gonna tell me some kind of lie. Yeah. And oh, I'm, it's a very exaggerated. It's a very exaggerated series, but it's basketball. It's Lakers. There's there's John so C. many R- things. It's John C. Riley. Like, I don't know if I've seen one movie about the Iraq war, and I'm like, I I was there. Like, no, I, I wasn't in, in Iraq. It's like, wait, what? But, what? Me, but, like, I watched it live on TV every day. Like, I like I know the story. Like, I, I, I read it all. Like, I already know. Like, what are you going to tell me about it? Like, uh, I don't yeah. know. Like, like the whole, uh, like, the whole, like, uh, whatever that Benghazi movie was. Like, yeah, I, I read everything about that. I, like, I'm not going to watch it. Um world war ii and that type of stuff like all right i like saving private ryan i've watched that and this that and everything else but uh, the movies where i already know yeah movies where i already know the story i'm like why am i gonna watch this i don't know maybe i'm just a loser did the button go with the sweater any hoodles you're just haunting this podcast jordan (laughs) I, i just that's an inside joke everyone we have been on a bender family um, family guy <laughs> clips on instagram like that that's just a small joy that you m- me and my brother have just been so, for, th- for whatever so rhythm good. the algorithm is just kicking us one after another yeah. and they all make me die i just laugh thank thank god that it came out when it did because it would not have survived it's the way is are they still shelling out new episodes i believe they are yeah that's crazy that that they haven't shut of all of all the things they've shut down they haven't been able to shut down family guy in south i mean south park's just as oh yeah wild. that's still that's still on too right yeah, yeah i always forget about that yeah family guy was just man you could just throw that on and just be in stitches forever even you could have seen an episode 20 times and you're just going nuts I mean, that's what happens now. We see these ones from 15 years ago, and we yeah. just die. They're, they're so uh, it's, funny. It's, it's so good. There's not enough tennis balls in the world, Glenn Quagmire, to get me. I have six. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so, uh, Brian, wait. That's our collar. It's got our address on it. It's so good. <laughs> oh, uh, what's right, doing? On that note, on oh, that yeah. note, uh, Drew, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses sit down pull you that first round you got an open count toss it out everybody's cold right now stir up the crowd get you that second round Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud.